is the Business of Reselling podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Oman. Hey everyone, it's uh, episode two, our first even numbered episode and that means our first just the tip episode where i share one action you can take or something you can try or experiment with to see if it helps increase your sales or if it doesn't increase your sales uh, at least something to make your business more efficient or better in some way so um just to give you an idea what the just the tip episodes are about so these are all our even numbered episodes and these episodes are going to be under 10 minutes with a clear call to action and I would love for you to share with me what your results were to the call to action that I give you. So you can comment on our YouTube channel uh, where you can listen to podcast episodes or tag us in Instagram uh, at storage underscore warrior or just email me hello at storagewarrior.ca and let me know what worked for you. So today's tip is about listing improvement. Here's the thing, you're never going to be perfect at making listings. I'm not perfect at making listings. You are not perfect at making listings. There's always something that can be improved or updated in any listing on any uh, platform that you use because search engine optimization changes, algorithms change, buyer behavior changes, and best practices for a listing are always evolving. So a listing that you've had up for a year or more, or sometimes even just a few months, might be worth revisiting if it hasn't sold to see if there's something you can do to make the listing clearer or more visible in search or otherwise more appealing to buyers. So these actions can help improve your conversion rates. So your conversion rate is like the rate at which your items sell versus how many people see them uh, and make you better at listing overall while increasing your sales. So I don't believe that listing is all set it and forget it, although lots of people have had success with that practice um, because it's low maintenance, it's a little bit easier. Um, But I think that we need to keep our listings up to date with um, how buyers behave and how they search for things and how that changes over time, as well as how the technology that we're using on these reselling platforms is evolving. So uh, here's five things I look at when I'm revising my own listings. So they are, and I'm just gonna listen quickly and then go into some more detail, the title, the pictures, the description, the language, and finally the item specifics and other fields. So the title, title revision is a bit platform specific. So there's different best practices for different platforms that you sell on, but as a general rule, you want your title to be as descriptive as possible. So you wanna give the viewer as much information as you can, anticipate and answer as many of their potential questions as possible before they click through to the rest of the listing. So the title is absolutely essential. It's that first point of information that the buyer gets and it needs to be compelling and it needs to give them enough information to make them interested in clicking further into the listing. So just take an example of an item of clothing. For that, at an absolute minimum, you would need the brand, the gender if that's relevant or unisex, um, and then the size, um, identifying information such as logos, colors, um, features of the shirt, collars, buttons, zippers, as much of that stuff as you can stuff into the title because you never know what a buyer is going to be searching for. Maybe they specifically want Ralph Lauren polo shirt, yellow stripe, and you have that, but your uh, title only says RL uh, t-shirt, 
vintage or cotton or something like that. So just think about the types of things that the buyer is going to be looking for um, and what words are they using to search for this item? Um, is there anything you can update that's more current at this particular time? So for example, a leather bomber jacket that you might be selling right now, including the phrase Top Gun in the title uh, might be really key for helping people find it because they're looking for stuff from the movie, which is super popular. Of course, you have to then remember to change it back later uh, if you choose to, um, but just thinking about that currency to try and pick up on key trends is important for your title. So second is the pictures. I will admit that we have never been really amazing at pictures. I think it's something we could all um, improve in at Storage Warrior, um, but the future photo should at least be clear and bright. Remember that buyers are often looking at a very tiny thumbnail version of the photo first, maybe on mobile, but even on desktop, it's gonna be relatively small. So that clarity and that simplicity matters in order to get them to click through. So look at a thumbnail version of your pictures if you can't tell what's in that picture, a buyer probably can't either. Now I know that taking new pictures is a hassle. So this is something that I personally only do if I recognize that this is a really horrible picture and I probably should never have used it. Um, then I might flag that listing to go back in. But with 6,000, over 6,000 listings, that's um, a big undertaking, but it is something to look at and it's sometimes the reasons why your item's not selling. Third is the description. So um, you've probably heard the suggestion to describe as if there were no pictures. Um, that's what you want to do. But also think about whether you're using any jargon, technical language that buyers might not understand, and also consider how clear your sentences are. So for example, um, I had a comic book listing. So with comic books, like what uh, if you don't know comic books, what people often do is like they press them, they get a professional to actually press the pages to press out any wrinkles or creases um, and to bring those comic books to a higher grade. So I had a comic book listing that said, could be pressed to a higher grade. And I realized that the language implied that I would be the one potentially doing the pressing or that that was a service they could request from me but I don't, I don't provide that service. So I took that out and also that sentence is sort of redundant because most comic book collectors will know that they can always press um, their comic books if they want to improve the grade. So just thinking about the description that you're using, the any technical terms, making sure that you're explaining everything. Um, you know, don't just say like, oh, there's a chip on the front, like say where on the item that chip or that piece of damage is and just see if you can add anything that's a little bit more specific um, to keep those buyers from asking um, other questions. Because often buyers won't even ask questions. They just see something, they're confused, they don't really understand what you're trying to say and they click away without asking you. So the fourth one is your uh, your language, and this is really related a lot to your business policies or some, any kind of templated language that you might include in your listings. So consider whether there's any off-putting language in your policies or any conflicting information. So for example, um, we still see since managed payments with, was introduced, that's been a, quite a while now that we've been on managed payments on eBay, um, but you still see lots of sellers with uh, old listings with a template that says, we only accept PayPal payments or something like that. Um, but managed payments has been in place for some time. So this language is not true, it's out of date. And these things, um, although the buyer may like kind of, they might know or they realize that they can pay with another method, when they see that it could confuse them. Like, oh, well, I, why does that buyer, or why does that seller say they're only accepting PayPal? I don't really get it. And that can lead to them ab abandoning their cart. Also look for language that might seem threatening or abrupt. 
even if you don't intend it to. Um, language like, do not bid if you do not intend to follow through with your purchase, which I see in a lot of seller listings. Um, fair enough, obviously as sellers, we want to work with only the best buyers, but this is also kind of obvious and redundant. And we're gonna to have to deal with bad buyers, regardless of whether or not we tell them to be better in our listings or not. So don't use that kind of language. It can be very off-putting. And then finally, the last thing is the item specifics. Um, so depending on the platform that you're using to sell, item specifics will take different forms. But these are things like form fields or drop-down menus that the platform allows you to use that provide additional details about your item. So look through them. First of all, um, see if any of them are incorrect. Um, can you fill out more fields or add more item specifics details than you could before? You might even uh, compare your listing to other sellers, similar listings to see if other sellers have these fields filled in correctly um, and then do the same. So often say I'm selling like a camera or something like that. I might go and find that same model of camera in a few other seller listings and look for details that they've included that I might have missed and make sure that I have those in there. So these are important because when buyers use filters to narrow their searches, these fields can be very useful to them. These are sometimes the filters that they specifically use. Um, and remember, you only wanna be showing up in search when it's relevant to buyers. You don't want irrelevant listings showing up to, with buyers in front of buyers that don't want your stuff. So that's another reason why these item specifics are more important. They really help you narrow down and attract the, um, you're more likely to attract the type of person who's going to buy your item. So those are the five things and that's your tip for today. And now I, what I would implore you to do is to go and find five listings, whatever platform you use for reselling, whether it's eBay or Etsy or Poshmark or anything else, go and find five listings that have been sitting for a long time. Let's say like nine months or longer and see if you can improve them in some way using these five ideas. And I want you to tell me what you changed. So comment um, below on the YouTube video, email me hello at storagewarrior.ca, tag me on Instagram, storage underscore warrior, and let me know what you did and if it worked. So just before I go today, remember we are always buying in Vancouver and the Lower Mainland. If you are aware of somebody who is selling off a large collection of collectibles or clearing out an estate, um, and you think that it might have stuff that we're interested in, please contact me. We're always interested in purchasing in our immediate er area. So we'll see you next week. Next week is going to be a GC episode on how to say no when you need to in your business. So you're definitely not going to want to miss that. We'll see you then.